Mm-mm, I'm hungry. How about you? Uh, <laughs> after the stuff I've been researching, I'm not hungry at all, and I don't say that very often. You have to admit that some of the stuff might you might try. A very small number of them. Okay. Hey, just so you're already you're already off the off the loop. Uh, this is Get Geekish podcast. I roll. And we are talking about weird foods this week. Some of the strangest foods you've ever had. Some of the strangest foods that exist in the world, and things I can't believe that people would put in their mouth. And we're actually guest uh, joined by a guest this week. Uh, over here, we got Maddie. What's up, y'all? He's a food connoisseur like us. Not really. No. <laughs> and I'm really hysterical laughing because I can see what's on Bino's screen, and I'm like, "What on earth are you people looking at?" Uh, this this is just a, a, a random search. You can find all oh. kinds of sites where people try and find some of the weirdest foods from around the world. There's things that in every country and every region that are very normal to eat, but you go across a, an ocean or two, and then it's mm-hmm. absolutely terrifying. Why would somebody do mm-hmm. that? Yeah. I mean, well, go go explain to somebody on another part of the planet all about hot dogs. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> well, it's not even that. You just go down to the south and, you know, get some gator nuggets or something, and <laughs> some people look at you a little bit different. So, <clears throat> And the whole reason that Maddie's here is because we kind of talked about something like this I don't know, two years ago, and you were you felt left out because you, yeah. you know, even though you say you don't, you do like to eat. Mm-hmm. You've you've eaten quite a bit with us, so mm-hmm. you know we decided to bring <laughs> yeah. you back. Yeah. It's one of those things Thanks. I do to survive, yeah. right? I've eaten with you guys. Right? That's it. Yes, yes, we've eaten many meals together. That's true. <laughs> but before so, we get to some of the, some of the things that are really really strange around the world, what are some of the weirdest things you've ever eaten? I'll start fermented. with with Derek. I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna do a trigger warning, like, "Hey, we're gonna be talking about some strange foods <clears throat> that might be kind of gross." There are some words that are acceptable to say on primetime television, but they might be a little disturbing in the order they show up in. Just saying. Well, here's the thing: is like I'm trying to, you know, I've been trying to think of like, I guess, nothing really strange. You know, I grew up in a hunting family, so I've had wild game, you know. You know, I've had bear, I've had elk, I've had moose, I've had rabbit, you know, pigeon, squirrel. Um, so I've, I've I've had it all on on you that aspect. Squirrel? Yeah, dude, I have. How does squirrel taste? It's a little greasy. Yeah, it's it's very fatty. It's, yeah, it's greasy, gamey and greasy. It's not. I wouldn't recommend it. It's Mm-mm. not fatty. <laughs> I would recommend eating a squirrel if you know the apocalypse does happen right. and you're surviving in the wasteland. Right. And- there is to eat. Yeah, total even, survival food. Even that, I feel like you'd use squirrels as bait for real food, though, right? <laughs> Depending. <laughs> I mean, if you want to get that mutant deer with two heads, then yeah, go for it. That'll last us through winter. Yeah, no um, well, I mean, and I picture, we've eaten a lot of weird foods that I don't keep on this list, too, but just weird flavor combinations. The Swedish fish Oreos and yeah. the random mixtures of flavors and candies and stuff like that. But to me, none of that's weird because it's all just sugar mixed together with some artificial flavors, and it's not really... That'd be like saying, oh, yeah, Harry Potter's every flavor beans. That's the weirdest food I've ever tasted. If you go if you go the mixing route, like one thing that I've talked about before, and people always give me a weird look that is really good if you don't think about it, is you take a bite of like a Chips Ahoy cookie, and then you take a bite of a carrot. And for some reason, those two flavors mixed in your mouth is just delicious. Hmm. Sounds Ch- weird, Chips I know. Chips Ahoy and a carrot? Yeah. <laughs> and then you know I have <laughs> I have carrots? this I was going to say yeah, I, thought yeah, I, I thought he didn't eat vegetables I do sometimes 
Um, and then I have this lovely drink here that keeps fading in and out. There we go. The super fast jellyfish. It is a pineapple sour with lactose made right here in Texas. And uh, it do- it's not milky. It doesn't, I don't, I think they just put lactose in it. I don't think it's actually milk. I don't know what it is. I don't get that. I just, want, I just want to throw out there. Like, I know everybody has their own thing, but there are so many words you threw into the description of that beer that should not go in with a beer. <laughs> What are you drinking? Jellyfish. <laughs> Jellyfish. Milky jelly lactose sour beer. Mmm. That sounds. Well, disgusting. I mean, you've you've had some interesting beers too. Both of you have actually. Yeah, I've had uh, some. Uh, I, I always get suckered in because there's a couple breweries around here that have the most amazing names and packaging for their beers, and they almost all end up being New England IPAs, which I'm not a big fan of. <laughs> I'm like, oh, sweet uh, key lime pie. Mm-hmm. This is terrible, but it smells delicious. They oh, hey, typically... look, orange creamsicle. Yep. This is terrible. And I get suckered in over and over again. I just have to find myself that these are not my style, but I appreciate what people can do with those flavors. And it's just that. Yeah, I'm with you on that one because mm. you, you do find those that they have the great name. Like, oh, that sounds fantastic. But then when you try it, it's like absolutely awful. Mm-hmm. When I think that I think that's also how they get you, too, is it's the whole they try to trigger your taste with the smell because you can smell it. You're like, that smells great. And then you actually take a sip and you're like, it's beer. That's that's all. That's all it is. But uh, you know, Maddie, since you're the guest and you're from the East Coast, you know, forget about it. Forget I'm sure you've had it. a lot of you've had a lot of different foods. I have, but you know, like you from you know just from the hunting standpoint, I've had things that most people probably haven't had, like rattlesnake. I've eaten rattlesnake, and that's okay. It tastes like chicken. Actually, rattlesnake tastes like alligator. So of course, I've had alligator, <laughs> and alligator actually tastes more like. The pond water. So people say it tastes like chicken. In my opinion, it has a texture like chicken. It looks like chicken, but when you're t- tasting it, it actually tastes like pond water. I've I only had I would, gator I would deep fried. So yeah, I had gator nuggets when I was like 12 in Florida, and that was what it tasted like. It tasted like a really chewy piece of chicken that somebody had dropped in some pond water. Pond water, yeah. It's got definitely. <laughs> and then of course, us living out here in the West, we've I've of course had the Rocky Mountain oysters, which actually don't taste that bad but it's just wrapping your mind around what you're eating is really for our... that's a much better description well they didn't taste like i expected them to yeah no kidding. well and, and for the people that might be listening that don't know what rocky mountain oysters are they're testicles bull cojones bull cojones yeah and they're deep fried so they kind of you know they're okay <laughs> But I'll, I'd say what's weird, and I, I would say like more of a delicacy is something we would eat back east, um, which I will never eat again after watching, if you've seen this this weekend or this past week, My Octopus Teacher. It's on Netflix. What? My Octopus we Teacher. We eat octopus and squid all the time in New York, and even here, we've been buying it. I will never eat it again after watching that documentary. Why is it? Is there a shareable reason? <laughs> you should watch the documentary. Okay, fair enough. It's so, amazing. One more so, reason to not eat seafood on Netflix. No, no, now. no, no. I didn't say that. <laughs> eat all the fish you want. Fish and lobster. Yeah, go for it. No, shrimp. But the thing is, you're like me. You love calamari. So is calamari off the table now? I don't know, but octopus certainly is. I'll have to talk to the wife about calamari because I don't know which. <laughs> I love it. She loves it. But, you know, watching this octopus octopus documentary was pretty incredible. Huh. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, so some of the, the oddest things I've had, I had gator nuggets on that list, which could, could be the same thing. I had Rocky Mountain oysters. Uh, I have had haggis before. Mm. 
Which the proper you haven't had proper haggis. Though, oh yeah, it was it was proper haggis. What? Yeah, remember they had it at uh, Taste of Fort Collins a few years back. No, I don't, because I, all I know is like there's a whole like sp- you know thing about America can't get proper haggis because it's illegal. So, well, as preppers, we're gonna get it around here, but it was full of stomachs and organs and all kinds of Ugh. stuff, and it wasn't as bad as I expected <laughs> it to be. But I wouldn't go out of my way to ever eat it again. <laughs> and I have had uh, Vegemite too. That was the first thing we ate when we uh, went to Australia a few years back, and it was. Okay. Not good, but not yeah. as bad as I thought it I've could be. I've had Vegemite as well. I was, I was going to say, I've had Vegemite, and I was disappointed. <laughs> yeah, you, you expect a lot more out of it, and you're like, oh, it's like something I wiped off of something I wanted to eat. <laughs> <laughs> and again, with most of this food, too, is it's, it's regional, you know? It, it's one of those ones where you talk to somebody from Europe about Rocky Mountain oysters, and they'll be like, What? But then you talk to that same person about a haggis, and they're all about it. And you're like, "What?" I mean, I'm not saying we're all about Rocky Mountain oysters because it's still weird to us. But you know, okay, maybe like chicken fried steak. I don't know. I mean, that I, I did see a chicken fried steak on a lot of lists around the world of strange foods because people couldn't fathom why you would deep fry steak. Well, and that that it's Fair called point. chicken fried steak, and it's not chicken, and it's smothered in gravy. It's delicious, and now I want some. I like chicken but, fried chicken personally. <laughs> not chicken fried octopus though nope done with that <laughs> <laughs> so there's some other regional ones that I've heard about I've never done but apparently putting peanuts with a T peanuts in coke is a thing yeah I've I've heard that I, it, um, it doesn't sound like something I can want to do and I don't know why you need to take the, one of the most unhealthy drinks on earth and then add a bunch of salt into it but that's apparently a thing it's a, it's a southern thing right Mm-hmm. Wait, so yeah. you're eating the peanuts really that are soaked in Coca-Cola or are you drinking the Coca-Cola that has peanuts soaked you're in You're drinking it? the Coca-Cola that has peanuts and I think you have an added bonus afterwards. And then afterwards you get soggy peanuts. <laughs> Thanks for this. Well, and that's just like the thing who people or the, the stuff that when people put salt and pepper on like watermelon and cantaloupe. I grew up with that not myself. My, you know, my grandma and my dad did it because they grew up in the Midwest and that's what they did. And I just was like... Why? Salting watermelon. Weird. Well, you we, you know, back east, one of the big things we do is put uh, brajut on uh, watermelon or melon or melon or, or cantaloupe. And brajut is, uh, it, you would maybe look at it and say it's bacon. Sorry for those of you, I'll say it. It's prosciutto. <laughs> oh, you mean proschetta? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, which is like a, That's like, like, like a bacon... Fun. You're the finely sliced meat. <laughs> Very finely. And the good. So they put it because you get the savory, you get the salt and savory and the sweet at the same time. It's actually fantastic. Really? Hmm. See, I, w- I would try that. It's really it good. It sounds odd. It's amazing. I, I mean, the, I've had chocolate covered bacon that was amazing. <laughs> but you won't try bacon wrapped shrimp. We've been over this before. My my deal with seafood is not the taste. It is the mental block created by a childhood of horrors. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do uh, I do love me some pork rinds. Yeah, that, those you, are. You explain it's weird. fried up animal skin and people get weirded out, but I can't get enough of them. I can't get myself into pickled pig's feet though. The fact that you can buy a jar of those at a market kind of creeps me out. I was going to say, I don't feel like those are as common as they used to be. Because I remember, you know, you'd go into a store and you'd be able to see those everywhere. And now it's like, 
I don't remember the last time I saw a jar of those. They're a, bi- they're a big thing back east. My dad likes them, and I'll see. It's really? disgusting, and I'll get them in a jar, and he sits there, and he's like, he just gnawing between the knuckles, <clears> trying <throat> to get the meat. It's disgusting. <laughs> How bad does it, does it smell as bad as it looks? It doesn't smell at all, because it's typically cold, like it's pickled. Yeah, oh. so it's cold. So you don't really smell it. It's really the, it's the, it's just ham. But you're yeah, eating but... it off the foot. It's, <laughs> it's pretty disgusting. There's a lot wrong with people. I just got <laughs> it. What... Oh, my. Yeah. I can't, I, I, as much as I know a lot, brining things is very common, and I like a lot of things that are salty, but people that can just drink pickle water. Pickle juice? Yeah. Sweet pickle juice. Oh, oh, yeah. oh man. That's just sweet pickles. <laughs> but you do that with the um, jalapenos, don't you? I don't drink the juice. I you love don't. the jalapenos, but I don't drink the juice. I'll pour some of it on some nachos or something like that. But I don't Oh, drink. soggy nachos. Come on. Yeah, you. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with soggy nachos. Yeah, there is. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, we're, people are probably like, when are they going to get to the weird food? You know what makes nachos soggy? Cheese. <laughs> Not if it's done right. If it's on there long enough, that's true. <laughs> okay, so, so we'll get to some of the really, really weird things because this is all just like child's play so far, right? <laughs> I, I suppose. All right, do you, do you want me to start with some of the ones I've I've discovered so far? I'm still picturing Maddie's dad eating the pig's feet between the knuckles and just like yeah, oh, you, you, you were going to be begging your brain to go back to the pig. Well, knuckles. I'm just saying, like maybe <laughs> next time he's in Colorado, maybe we sh- you guys should get him over there and do an ASMR of him eating a pig's foot. Oh yeah, I can just get him online right now, probably and have him do it. Dad, bust out a jar of pig's feet. Oh, yeah, pig's feet. They just have it on hand, too? <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm halfway through this one already. <laughs> oh, anyway, all right, all right, all right. All right. Uh, so I'm, I'm probably going to pronounce some of these wrong, too, because I also didn't do enough research to actually look at the pronunciation of some foods. But we'll just throw that out there. If I get something wrong, just throw the comments that you can say I'm an idiot and tell me how to really say it. But uh, Shirako from Japan. Uh, <laughs> in Japanese, this means white children. But it refers to the sperm sacs of either cod, anglerfish, or pufferfish. And it looks like white blobs of goo or miniature brains that they're said to have a sweet custardy taste. Well, you jumped right into it. I thought we were going to you know, start with like chicken feet or tripe. But no, you, you went... Yeah, see, there's, there's no more explanation needed. That's like, one, why would you want that? Two, who was the first person that thought this was a good idea? Yeah. Well, that goes back to, you know, the one thing that I think we originally say, stated in the first one was who looked at a cow and went, you know what? I'm going to milk that and I'm going to drink it. Or, you know, leaving <laughs> the milk, milk out. I'm going to milk that. <laughs> yeah. Leaving the milk out and it's all curdled and they're like, you know what? I bet that tastes good. I'll tell you bread. what. <laughs> like, it goes back to the, it goes back to the who thought that would be good. Oh my. Ugh. Uh, well, you 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 jumped right over. Uh, the, my I I went for some of the worst of the worst. The list of stuff on here. There's not one of these that I would step w- in the same room as. I'm pretty sure. That one's pretty. That first one's pretty rough. Mm-hmm. Well, how about how about balut? We were almost talking about this earlier. It's from the Philippines, and it's a fertilized duck egg. So the partially developed so, embryo is then boiled and okay, eaten like that. So um, you've had that. No, I'm, so go, so my dad, of course, eats a lot of messed up stuff, right? Like uh-huh. he's, uh, so where he worked in Brooklyn, he had a buddy, um, and I think his friend was either Puerto Rican or Cuban, and they were sitting at the lunch table, and he busts out an egg, and thinking like it's a, 
Nope. He cracked that thing open and there was a fertilized chicken in it and he started eating it. My dad is like, my dad will freak out. Like he, when people are eating bad things, he, he's just a, this he goes from Mr. Nuts. Pig's feet. Exactly. Right. And he's like, what the hell are you doing? Like, eating <laughs> my dad, he's like, he's like, it was just absolutely disgusting watching this guy eat it, you know, but Hey, it's a delicacy somewhere. Yeah. Uh, from well, Cam- from Cambodia, we have crispy tarantulas. Yeah, I would try that one. I would pay you money to try that one. You couldn't pay me enough money. Spiders. Yeah, I. I... If somebody came up to you and said, "I will give you a million dollars to eat do half it. of this," he would do you it. Would do it. He you would do it, do it in a heartbeat. He would do it. Think of all the transformers you could buy with that money. All the transformers, because <laughs> that's where he's thinking. Right? How big a tarantula would it? Because the pictures I'm talking about, they had platefuls of these things. I said a half of one, you know, a normal sized tarantula, like rosy sized tarantula, or like dinner plate bird eating sized tarantula from Australia. So I've heard. Well, <laughs> when you fry the tarantulas, they get really crispy, and you probably didn't taste like anything. Mm-hmm. It's just the fact of wrapping your brain around what you're eating. I think. Yeah, I would probably do that. No money. <laughs> no I tried. Money. I, I tried to find a cheater around it where I could like. Put it in a wait. Didn't we look food, on, food ninja and see if we put it in a smoothie yeah. or something? Didn't we yeah, find we, something on Amazon? We were gonna or? order. We were gonna order chocolate covered ones. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. but you know, and he, by he, we he means he. <laughs> <laughs> I'll film okay. you eating all the chocolate spiders you want. I'm not eating chocolate spider. <laughs> okay, would you rather eat a chocolate or a, a eat, okay a chocolate tarantula or a crispy tarantula, or would you rather eat tuna eyeballs, which they eat in Japan? Um, and apparently, it's rather tame. It's uh, tasting pretty similar to squid or octopus, and it's none of the gunk that you normally uh, associate with slicing up eyeballs. So it's the, you just got to, you know, like when you go to the thing and they give you a thing of meat and a styrofoam thing, and it's just two eyes looking at you from the tuna. I'm perfectly fine going and eating some grass from the front and chewing some bark <laughs> off a tree. Like, you know what? I, 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 I've led a privileged enough life to know that I could not do that even if my life depended on it. <laughs> well then we got this one which i think would be right up maddie's dad's alley uh it's called kosh it's from the middle east east europe and turkey and i think we kind of touched on this one last time um it's a pretty gruesome little dish made up of stewed cow's feet and head uh it was once a winter winter comfort food but it's not considered a delicacy and if you look at it it's just like cow skulls with like some flesh on it boiled in a broth and so again going back again when i was a kid so (laughs) so you laugh but all right so my mom's side we're sicilian right and my grandfather used to have my grandmother make lamb's head the whole thing and so they would throw a lamb's head in a pot of water and then boil it and he would eat like the jaw and everything what just eat the whole head (laughs) and yeah they would uh and i my grandmother would give me the jaw and i'd bring it home my mom be like get that stupid thing out of here blow a gasket why would she give you you the jaw is it good luck or something i wanted them i was like oh look bones teeth whatever that was cool (laughs) i was a kid you know, I, I feel like part of my 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 issue with seafood might fall into these other categories as well. I think what the issue might be is I can't eat food that still looks like what it looked like in the wild. Like if you if it you gave me, ch- yeah. if you give me a chicken that still had like its head sitting on a plate, like oh, carve off the meaty black. Yeah, uh uh-uh, uh, I can't. So did you ever try it, Maddie? No. Uh uh-uh. uh, <laughs> no, my mom wouldn't let me. <laughs> did yeah. she have a reason? Probably just because it was eating a head. But that's just how stupid we are as a society, right? You're like, oh, we can eat the rest of it. Just don't eat the head. 
I'm not touching the face. What give about me, the give ball, me some more mom? of that juicy butt? <laughs> Rocky Mountain oysters, go for it. <laughs> well, so, Bino, go for it. I was going to say my next one on the list is from Canada. So maybe, maybe somewhere since there's the East Coast, Canada. That's close. close. No. <laughs> That's close. That's close. East Coast. How about Jelly Moose Nose? Boiling up moose noses with onions and spices, removing all the hair, boiling it in, then slicing it and covering it with a broth that sits to a jelly. Nope. You wouldn't try it? Nope. Ugh. No. I'm going to order you some moose nose with that reaction. No, no, dude. I wouldn't wouldn't try it. No way, man. Happy Texas. Moose nose. (laughs) I'm sure I could probably find it out here somewhere. (laughs) Find anything in Texas. Going back to, you know, kind of your your duck egg thing, we've talked about this before, and I'm going to bring it up again just because, to me, the concept is interesting, but also very disgusting. But the, you know, century egg. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's not really a hundred years egg, um, but it's an egg that's preserved in a mixture of clay, ash, and quicklime for a few months. The yolk turns to a dark green or even black, and slimy, um, while the white has turned to a dark brown, translucent jelly, and apparently it smells strongly as sulfur and ammonia, but tastes like a hard-boiled egg. Everything about this food is telling your body to throw it far, far away. Right, and it's like somehow, you need the dangerous colors. <laughs> but that's the other twist, is if it tastes just like a hard-boiled egg, why go through all of that just for that nasty smell of sulfur and what? Ammonia? Uh, ammonia, yeah. no. Yeah. No. I can hard boil an egg in about four minutes, right? <laughs> 20. 20. 20. <laughs> but still, you're not going to wait 100 years or however long that is to eat it. it sounds terrible. Now, now, this one, there's a chance I could try. Because whales technically aren't fish, right? That's They're no, mammals. Right. Yeah, but it's uh, still but, but in Greenland, uh, the muktuk, they take frozen whale skin and blubber. And then they they either eat it raw or they pickle it and put a little bit of licorice seasoning on there. And they say it tastes kind of like hazelnuts, but then it's super, super chewy. Mm. Yeah, isn't whale blubber, whale blubber one of their staples, too? Uh-huh. Yeah. So, yeah. They've been doing it for years. Mm-hmm. Just it, it warns that you make sure you're not wearing dentures because it's very, very hard to chew the stuff, but... <laughs> I like jerky, so I like pork rinds, so whale skin's not too far off, right? Pretty close. Let's uh, let's fly back over to Japan real quick, because kind of speaking with the seafood one. Um, Maddie, you like seafood, right? Love seafood. Okay. Except octopus anymore. I'm not going let's, back there. Let's <laughs> no see more if you, Let's see if you eat this one. It's called uh, shiokara, um, and it's a dish made of pieces of meat taken from a selection of sea creatures, served in a brown, viscous uh, paste of their own salted and fermented viscera. So, their own insides. Um, and it's all served raw. I don't know. Is it just plain fish? It's just saying... It's not saying yeah. what it is. I mean, yeah, it's just, it's just, you know, pieces of meat taken from sea creatures that's served in a brown paste of their own salted and fermented insides. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I that. feel that's like like fish market leftovers. <laughs> right. Chum. We call it chum here in the like, United oh, States. This is a delicacy right here, you <laughs> stupid Americans. <laughs> oh, oh um, yeah. <laughs> give it $50. And then, and then after that, you can go get yourself a wasp cracker, which is exactly like it sounds. It's a biscuit filled with wasps. So it's kind of like a chocolate chip cookie, except uh, instead of chocolate chips, you got 
wasps. Well, and maybe 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 we can make some murder hornet crackers next too. <laughs> Um, so, so there you go. Would, was, would you try a wasp cracker? Uh, I don't think they would have a taste. Like, I don't think so either. Like, you know how it's like some people say ants taste like peanut butter or something like that. Like if you eat a lot of ants, like they t- we've got, yes, my wife, she says that bees taste like lettuce cause she accidentally chewed on when she was a kid. Lettuce. <laughs> so it's like a lettuce cracker. I'd rather well, just the, eat lettuce. The thing is, is don't, like, do wasps still sting you after they're dead? No, like, they're dead. All right. I guess you I'm just well. I wonder if they extract. No, you can't extract the venom. Unless yeah, I was gonna say it's, it's, it's they use specifically digger wasps for these crackers, uh, and I doubt they pull them all off. Or if they do, I mean, heck, they take the pits out of cherries and olives, and they still miss some of those once in a while. If you've never bitten one of those and cracked your tooth on it and yeah. you're screaming in pain, I'm sure they've missed a couple stingers <laughs> if they take them off. I was gonna say because they said the, the digger wasp uh, has a pretty good sting, and like you said, they that's what they put in the biscuits. So that would. Look, I won a prize. Oh, my tongue is swelling. <laughs> yeah. What if you did have the allergy? I wonder if it would still affect you. Hmm. I don't know. You look like Will Smith in that movie. Where his <laughs> lip is all like, Hitch? <laughs> yeah. Um, this is one thing that I actually regret not trying because um, they sold them like little street vendors had them. You know, like when you go to the fair and you can get the c- cinnamon, um, not almonds. Yeah, almonds. Oh, yeah. Cinnamon almonds for like, like festivals and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So in Korea, when I went over there, they had street vendors who had those little funnel things, and they were selling silkworms. They were, you know, boiled and steamed lightly and then seasoned, and they were all over. And I kept saying, I'm going to try them. I'm going to try them. Once I have, because like, I was like, at first I thought they were the almonds. I was like, but they don't smell like it. And then I was going to actually get it before I left, but I never got around to it. I don't know if I subconsciously chickened out or, you know, what, but... (laughs) That would have been me. So that's one, that's one thing I do want to try when I go back over there. But aren't silkworms like super tiny? No, these are like fat ones, dude. Oh. Hmm. Um, there yeah, the, it was. I went to Korean food too. Is you had me try one that was uh, kimchi. Mm-hmm. Like whoever oh. thought, let's take some cabbage and throw it in the ground and let it rot for a while and then eat it. I, I it's not bad. I have tried so hard to like kimchi. I've tried it many different times, but I just, I can't. Yeah, I, I I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not going to go so far and say I like it, but it's okay. And if it mixes with some other stuff, it's, it's oh, okay. I can deal with some of this. But I think it's maybe because it's just, it's cold. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, room temp. I know a lot of people that like kimchi love it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've tried, like Derek, I've tried to enjoy, I've tried to like it. And t- I just, mm-mm. nope. Mm-mm. All right, so I've got the one more on my list that might just take the cake. Uh, it is called The Dragon in the Flame of Desire. This one comes from China. And it's a little bit of an elaborate name, but basically it's uh, <clears throat> a certain restaurant in Beijing's most famous dish. And it is a, uh, a yak's male parts roasted and served in elaborate fashion on a large platter. Dragon in the fire. <laughs> so I figure we need to get a platter. You get a nice dragon in the flame of desire. Lay that out with some Rocky Mountain oysters. Get the whole twig and berries and like <laughs> twigs and berries. Who thinks of this stuff? I don't know. And I can understand like long ago places when you know uh, civilizations that were a little further back and they needed all that food. Say like, we got to use everything. We got to use everything on here. But how do these things become delicacies? At what point are they like? Yep. 
That right there, that's what I'm serving the family for Sunday dinner. Well, probably a lot of cultures think that that maybe gives you some kind of like virility. Like this makes you powerful. This makes you more of a man because you're eating something else's man parts. <laughs> I mean, that, that's where a lot of <laughs> those a lot. type of things come from. So, yeah. A well, lot of, and then, A lot of things to unpack there. <laughs> you, you saying like, you know, who looked at that and thought that was good, like... You know, I, I have a few more, but I, I'll, I'll wrap it up with a couple of these. Like the bird nest soup from Southeast Asia. Uh, it's an Asian delicacy that's made from the nest of the swiftlet bird, who instead of collecting twigs for its bed, it builds it out of its own gummy saliva, which goes hard when exposed to air. Usually it's built up high on cliff faces, and then harvesting them is dangerous business, and many people die each year getting this stuff, so... Who looked at bird vomit nest and went, but that's pretty good. Bird spit soup. Mm-mm-mm. One thing that I've never grasped um, and I don't understand it is the whole tartare. Just not you know? cooking things? Like raw yeah. Meat. Yeah. Like, I, I can't handle raw meat. Like, I... I can handle like, you know, medium, but like... Medium rare is kind of where I draw the line at some stuff. Uh, you know, prime rib, it's okay. But tartar, like seeing people just getting in a, you know, a <laughs> steak that's been cooked for like 30 seconds on each side is... It's 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 still making noises and moving. <laughs> yeah. Ah, I ooh, can't handle that. Going back to my mom. <laughs> when we were kids... She'd be making meatballs with what we just simply call chopped meat, right? Or hamburger, is depending on where you live. And she'd be making meatballs, and she would just like every once in a while pop some raw meat in her mouth. Shut up, honest. She's probably doing it right now. <laughs> While your dad's eating a yeah, pig's foot. foot. I, I do that with with dough, raw cookie dough, raw roll dough. I I could eat that stuff like candy. You like that? Um, those we were talking about that the other day, Julie and I. We we're ta- those mochi balls. Mo- oh, mochi. oh yeah, oh, mochi. They're, they're like ball, like balls of dough and ice cream. Well, it's right? ice cream what, and like rice yeah. paper. It's yeah, it's, a, it's like a rice pastry, and this is almost like it. It looks like play doh. Tastes like play doh. <laughs> it tastes great. The right kind great. of play doh is delicious. Okay. <laughs> um, Maddie, would you ever try a guinea pig? God no. <laughs> Apparently no. it tastes just like rabbit. Well, I'm sure it does. I mean, if you think about it, we pick and choose what we want to eat. Like the French eat horse all the time. Like you can get horse horse meat and you say, oh, would you eat a horse? You'd be like, no. It's like because we think of everything as domesticated. We domesticate animals and we think, oh, no, I'm not eating that. But go to other cultures like live markets where they serve cat. cat think I'd ever eat a cat? No. Dog? No. But we think it's silly, but they think we're nuts for eating pigs. I mean, it's just... Cultures are different. That's why I'm just going vegan. All, All right, so <laughs> so I know we gotta we gotta wrap this up. Um, you guys both like cheese. Most of them, right? I, I've you know we, we've had a few get-togethers where there's been a platter of cheese that out and it goes relatively quick. It's because we're fancy. <laughs> um, what about uh, having like the and I bring this up because Maddie, you're from the East Coast. You have some Sicilian roots. Um, this is from Italy. It is the casu uh, marsu. It is also known as margit maggot cheese. Uh, it's a 
traditional no. dish. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's a traditional dish in sheep's milk cheese, and it's famous for con- ten- for containing live insect larvae. No. I would and apparently, never. apparently the little maggots enhance the flavor. So I was waiting for you to go like, well, my grandmother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Grandma eats that all the time. Hasn't anybody watched Alien before? <laughs> you don't. I don't. You, you don't eat small bugs, egg sex. It's true. I don't like goat cheese as it is, goat or whatever the lambs or what. I don't know. No, I don't like goat milk. I don't like that stuff. So the cheese tastes pretty awful. Like feta cheese, Greek like feta cheese is good, but like other kind of goat cheeses, I just don't do. It's like too weird. I don't. I don't is dislike this... goat cheese, but I, I would rather have not goat cheese most of the time. Not goat cheese. Is this why you don't like octopus? There's a dish on here called Sanakiji or something like that from South Korea. Um, and it's a dish that involves hacking the tentacles off of baby octopus and then serving them up to the customer, still wriggling. I saw a video about that. So, no. <laughs> but when two years ago That's when Julie and I were in, uh, we were in uh, California and we were at a sushi bar and this, someone got served shrimp or prawns that were still like in the dish. Like in the, they're just kind of like doing this in the dish and like you kind of break them apart and eat them. It's kind of cruel. I don't know. Well, I know that some seafood like, you know, like the octopus and everything, if you put, that are dead, if you put like teriyaki sauce on it, something will, like the salt in it will trigger it to Yeah, to start moving. Wriggle. Same with the shrimp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Right. And that's why people like who... You know, there's um, I don't I forget what the live octopus one is where they put that tiny octopus in their mouth and they have to eat it, but you have to make sure you chew really good because people have died because on the way down it's like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> if not, I'm going, I'm taking you with me, stupid going. human. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Watch my octopus teacher. You'll never eat octopus again. And it was one of my favorite things up until last weekend. Shame. Didn't we have it at your wedding? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, we did. Cue the Bob Dylan song. <laughs> is maybe this is what you saw, Maddie? At like the uh, it's a uh, there's drunken shrimp where it's shrimp served both living and drunk, and it's stunned in a strong liquor called baiju. And then diners usually bite or people usually bite the head off of it first before consuming the body. Yeah, maybe. That, yeah. So, so here's a plate of shrimp that can't say no. Like pretty much ugh. they're drunk. <laughs> Uh, apparently it also brings a severe risk of paragonimysis or something like that. So mm. there's a reason that most of our ancestors learned to cook things, cook your food, (laughs) fire. Good. So bear hunting, of course, skinning bears. I'll never forget last, last time we were there, we're skinning a bear and, um, under the fascia, which is what kind of separates the muscle tissues. Um, I remember seeing like, I'm not kidding, like a tapeworm or under the skin and they all have it like, so for trichinosis and that thing was probably this long and it was super skinny and super white, but like we pulled it out and it was like, I mean, under the skin. So it was like in the bear, like on the muscle tissue and they, they, they all have them and it's what gives you trichinosis when you eat bears Yeah, and pigs, I think. Same. I was, yeah. If you don't cook it good enough, yeah. you got to cook that worm. Cool. So vegan, you say? <laughs> <laughs> Plant based, we call it now. We don't. <clears throat> yeah, vegan. Yeah. Well, uh, hopefully, if you're still listening and you haven't gotten the <laughs> urge to uh, go to the bathroom, I, uh, we applaud you. But uh, thanks for listening, and let us know in the comments. Go to Ad Geekish. Uh, let us know what uh, one of the weirdest things you've ever eaten is. 
and if have it was good, tried something on our list. <laughs> yeah, if you've tried oh, anything, yeah. just let us know too. But if there's something that's amazing or sounds like it shouldn't be good that is amazing, maybe we can try it. Or at least one of us will. Look at you, bug man. Yeah, bug man. <laughs> Crispy spider. <laughs> but uh, thanks, for, thanks for joining us, Maddie. Talking food, always fun. Derek, thank you for having me. Good night, and to the rest of you listeners, we'll uh, we'll talk at you next week.